Hello, welcome to the Working Unit Tests podcast. This is uh, me, Matt Dean. Uh, welcome, join, have a have a seat on the couch, and uh, we're going to have a quick chat uh, about estimating time, effort, hours in software development. The first question that comes to my mind when I think about estimating time, effort, hours, etc. is why do we need to bother estimating time for a project or requirement, right? Why have it in the first place? I, I'd say there's a, a couple factors here. Uh, the first being how do you gauge uh, what sort of team size do you need to solve said problem? Uh, you need to be able to estimate, hey, this will take a month of effort or a week of effort that may determine your hiring strategy or shuffling of resources. I mean, like resources being people, but like how do you move people between different projects effectively? Another factor too is determining the size of the project itself, right? Considering it's if it's really huge, you might need uh, to, to hire on like some new developers or maybe you don't even need to hire and you can wait for another project to complete before starting the next one. Now I'm going to go right off the bat and just let you know that uh, this podcast episode is not going to answer necessarily all of the, the, the questions that you may have. Uh, this by no means am I an expert in this area. I'm going kind of, you know, one week at a time for my estimation. But uh, hopefully this can help you out, right? If you're looking at your next steps for something to to attempt or try or just your your next steps as a, de as a developer moving forward, hopefully, hopefully you'll get some insight out of this. But I do not have a here's the solution to estimating <laughs> trick up my sleeve. Unfortunately, it is simply not that easy. Uh, it's a ever-changing uh, skill that you'll learn and adapt over time. That being said, once you have an estimate, uh, what factors can, you know, jump in halfway through and change what the result actually is? Once you have an estimate, say, hey, this feature here, we're, we're, we're saying it's going to take I don't know, let's say four hours to do this small portion. What can change that to be two hours or 12? <laughs> Honestly, the, the first problem here is the, the number of complexity or unknown uh, aspects of a, of a task or requirement. If you have to go learn something, find something, research something, talk to someone, if you need to go find information, it's not all provided ready to go for you. That is a huge buffer. Right. If I'm thinking, hey, to do this new feature, if I if what I'm assuming is correct, it's going to be two hours of effort. But I have to find out one level of detail. I might give it a buffer of about double. Right. Like two hours. I may need to spend time looking for who to talk to, find the right person to to communicate with and then actually get that knowledge. I'm going to add, let's say it's like two hours to that. If we're talking days or, or weeks, you may be not. You may, you may not be required to double it uh, if there's a, a factor you're unaware of. Uh, and that also depends on the size of that factor, right? If it's a core component of how the whole situation, the whole setup is going to work, maybe take a couple extra days to make sure you got it right before you code it out. Uh, but if it's a small factor of what font we're going to use or what color, you know, stuff like that, 
you're fine. Like, just, you can change it at the end. That's, like, not a big deal. Uh, but I'd say, for the most part, if you need to refer to other people or teams, like you're dependent on others to complete this task, you definitely want to add some time to it. That can also have the side effect of diminishing the amount of time required. If you are assuming, uh, we, you know, don't assume <laughs> as much as you can, but if you are assuming when you're estimating and you go find out the, the details you need, it might be substantially easier than what you were originally expecting. And that is a wonderfully pleasant surprise <laughs> to have. For me, when I am giving or trying to find an estimate for a, a task or, or, you know, like a specific part of, of a feature, for me, I'm going to take a look at my, my gut feeling based on are there unknowns of any kind? Do I need to work with others to make this happen? Uh, and, and like overall gut feeling, uh, which over time you'll get better at as a developer saying, oh, I've done something like this before, it's around this much, I'm gonna give it a buffer of about, you know, X amount of time, considering X, Y, Z. Lots of abstract ideas here, sorry, I don't have tangible. There's so many changes, so many uh, tasks Tasks are so different. Uh, but, but for this example here, um, let's say, you need to make a form, and this is <laughs> this is fresh out of my head, so it may not be perfect, but you but you need to make a form. It has to take user input, uh, but you don't know what fields you need, right? For the most part, you could probably take a good guess. You're gonna need a name, email, password, maybe date of birth, right? Maybe that's maybe that's fine, and you can kind of prep that and have it ready to go. And that's maybe not not too much time at all. But you do need to check what fields you need, where they connect to, maybe you need to find an endpoint. If you're like a front-end dev, maybe you need like the endpoint you need to validate the information, uh, like referring it to a database or something. Uh, in that case, there's a lot of extra factors that can that can change things. Maybe there's certain rules that tri trigger if uh, the date of birth is something, or if your, uh, if your password is too short or I mean this is very front-end specific but uh, just for like a, a login or a register form maybe that's all you need and at that point you're gonna add a little bit extra time just to make sure you have the amount of time you need to find the information you need to solve it so add a little bit of buffer there for sure other factors that can change an estimate of, of, a, of a feature or project is uh, the rest of the application, right? If things start breaking, shutting down, and you need to stop what you're doing and move on to the other part there, uh, that won't necessarily change the estimate of that requirement or that feature, but that may change your estimate for when it'll be done by, which depending on you know how your team functions, that may be fine. You may need to like run things by people to make sure that's cool. Uh, but but yeah, that will make an absolute impact <laughs> and you may need to uh, You know inform people that hey, we can we can stop what we're doing and jump over to to this new thing But that will delay the current requirements that we have in mind. Are we cool with that? We're cool. Okay, sweet We're moving on when we're looking at uh, trying to estimate time in the first place uh, there's a couple methods that you can use and by methods I mean you can use one or the other or both or neither <laughs> like I said I am not an expert uh, if you do happen to have a really cool set setup or system for this I'd love to hear it uh, at some point I am currently working on a website to kind of house the episodes have like a maybe some kind of chat form or, or something there not exactly sure how that'll look yet uh, but at some point i do want to hear from you so a <laughs> uh, little uh shout out 
to me. <laughs> I suppose uh, we're gonna be making uh, some kind of website at some point. Uh, it's um, if you go snooping around, it does exist, but it's very much I made it in half an hour, <laughs> and I have to do some more effort on it. So it's not fully public knowledge yet, but you'll be able to find it there. Looking at the methods for estimating time, uh, there's basically two that come to my mind, and I I kind of use them both, but they're like two two aspects of estimating time that I use. The first being uh, some kind of story point, right? Uh, I've seen story points, I've seen t-shirt sizes, uh, you need some kind of way to to show some features or requirements are bigger or smaller compared to others. And that isn't necessarily a, you know, a t-shirt size large is always going to be the same size as your project moves forward. That is, it's kind of relative, right? So this is, as of right now, we see this as a large. Maybe over time you learn some new stuff, maybe it's an extra large, maybe it's a medium. Right? Like over time it'll it'll change and adapt, but it gives you some base of reference. Say, hey, this is this is a medium. <laughs> this is a medium shirt. It is bigger than a small shirt. <laughs> and and you go off of that. Or or for story points, uh, sometimes using like Scrum or Agile teams, story points are based off of Fibonacci numbers. So one three five seven whoa not seven. One one three five eight <laughs> etc. Man, <laughs> one through five, eight, thirteen, twenty-one. One, two, three, five, eight, thirteen, twenty-one. There we go. Uh, so when we're looking at that, twenty-one is like your largest size, and that isn't necessarily just the hours, but it's the complexity and uh, the the effort of that that story or that requirement or that feature. And so when you're looking at that, twenty-one is huge. You don't want something being a 21. 21's too large. If you have something at the size 21, and honestly almost pretty much already even 13, you should look at splitting that up into smaller stories, <laughs> into smaller user stories or features, and have those split up so you can actually effectively like, see what you're trying to make. Uh, on, on my team, uh, we work in two-week sprints. I'm on a Scrum Agile-based team, and we have a bunch of user stories added you know, every sprint. And the, the biggest thing for me is if a user story is a size 13 for me there should be no unknowns <laughs> if something's a 13 and has an unknown or or some kind of risk or or something involved with it and, and I, either you'll see that or or you'll kind of get a gut feeling about it i tend to just add a story point level <laughs> on top of it so if it's if it's an eight and i'm like oh we're missing some information here it's automatically a 13 automatically right away if it has a number of like you have to work with another team to make this happen or you need to you know like you know etc if there's other factors i tend to add a fibonacci number uh, for every new consideration <laughs> so originally you know let's say it's an eight but we uh you know we don't know a certain thing so now it's a 13 and all of a sudden we need to work with another team once we know that thing to finish it so now it's a 21 already too big can we like cut this out into smaller chunks maybe have a five a five level story on learning stuff and once we have that figured out maybe then next sprint or the next next time we meet uh, we can take that and make the next story next time if you're working in two-week sprints, it's very much like different than just working in like months in advance. Uh, but from my perspective, with the two-week sprint setup, and we have the Fibonacci numbers, every two weeks we have our, our work outlined for us. 21, too big. If you have 21, just just don't even bother. <laughs> just 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 stop right there. Uh, the maximum should be a 13, and 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 in my perspective, a 13 
is like my sole focus. <laughs> if there is anything else that jumps into the sprint or into my workload, uh, be it from the team I'm on or outside of my team. If anything comes in and distracts me from getting this goal done, it ain't gonna happen. So very often we aim for like a five or an eight. Uh, the threes are nice, nice quick wins, story size of three, or like a, a small. <laughs> um, or if you have like a, to, to convert that to t-shirt sizes, mediums are good. Large, if it's your only focus, you can do a large. If it's bigger than a large, you're not doing it. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just not happening. Uh, and and the next aspect uh, for estimating your your time effort hours that I tend to do is uh, alongside the story points, t-shirt sizing, stuff like that. You want to you know take your initial guess and track over time. So if you tend to gauge things as being mediums, and they end up taking your whole focus over the entire time period you're allotted, maybe that's a large or an extra large, right? It's just, it's just not. It's just not happening. <laughs> so maybe you should like take that into consideration next time. And I think that should happen at all times here as you're working on features, learn from your experience here, take that, use it next time. Which I guess leads me to, to my last point. Uh, how do you get better? I mean, I kind of already talked about it, but how, do can we, how can we get better at estimating time, right? What factors into improving over time? I would say at time. <laughs> You're gonna get better over time at estimating time. But the the catch, what you need to do, what you need to do for this to be at all effective is you need to take your estimate, have it written somewhere so you can refer later. Were you correct? Have your estimate here, type in, it actually took me this long or it actually maybe was too large. Maybe you're not tracking specifically hours, but you're just like tracking the Fibonacci numbers or t-shirt sizes. What would you say it was at the end? of when you were done working on it, right? If I said it was a t-shirt size large and it took me, you know, two days, <laughs> maybe depending on how your team judges like t-shirt sizes, maybe that was too big, maybe that was too small. Uh, who knows, right? Like if you, if you go in one week sprints or two week sprints or a month at a time, those t-shirt sizes are gonna reflect very differently. <laughs> but, but all I can say is, you know, take your guess, you know, do, do your pick, and track it at the end. At the end, how did how did this compare with what actually ended up happening? Was this effective? If you start tracking these times and referring to it later, I promise you you'll be more efficient and more effective as you as you progress in your career. This is coming from me who is who has started this fairly recently, enough to realize its value. <laughs> My takeaway here today for you, uh, talking about estimating effort in software development, uh, essentially is you gotta do something, but you gotta verify it at the end. So I don't care how you estimate your your effort or hours or time or like what whatever. I don't care. I don't care how you do it. Pick something. Go with it. At the end, when you're done, verify it. Were you correct? Were you correct with your assessment? Was it actually what you thought it would be? Take that and learn from that for next time. Right after, you know, you work on your unit tests. <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this has been the Working Unit Tests podcast. I am Matt. Thank you for joining, and I'm excited to see you next time. Take care.